Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. Brought to you by Massive Lapey. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? How much? We've had a good week here. It is October 5th, 1995. There's a, a Halloween spirit in the air. Ooh. Yeah, we should start doing some scary movies. I was thinking about that. Actually, I want to talk to you about that off the show. Okay. Off the air after we're done. So remind uh-huh, me. You guys don't get to hear it. <laughs> but... We did watch when we when we talk about the movie uh, tomorrow. We we did watch a I don't know if I'd call it a scary movie, but it's a you know scary if you're married, I guess. <laughs> my mind is going blank. Oh my gosh, to die for! Thank you. Yeah, we okay. watched to <laughs> die for. I mean, I guess it's dark enough to kind of count. For it's, the month of October. It was better than to die one through three. Ha <laughs> Anyway, this show is all about 90210. It is. So why don't you tell us about this episode, Carol? So this show that I look forward to watching with you every week because it kind mm-hmm. of just makes me happy. You know, it's it's like it's like chill, you know, and, and upbeat. It is chill. It's very, it's corny. Now, it's starting to make me lose my faith in people. Oh, no. So, I'm kind of unhappy. What about David, though? He does the right thing, sort of. Uh, uh, No, he didn't do the right thing. Oh, he should have fucked her? (laughs) He should never have kissed her in the first place. All right, well, well, tell us us what's going on. Okay, okay, Getting ahead of yourself. Well, you're the one who brought up David. I was just talking. I think he should have fucked Audrey from, from the vacation movie. Ew. Don't don't reference her as a child and fucking in the same sentence. <laughs> they do in the vacation movie. Remember the her they go to see her cousin and cousin Eddie's daughter. Yeah, and she says something about French kissing, and, and then she's she like, says, "What's Daddy a-? says I'm the best." Yeah, Aww. Daddy says I'm the best at it. So gross, so gross. Anyway, Randy Quaid, what do you, what's your problem, man? <sighs> so, episode. Kind of starts out. I'm going to go start out in Paris. Oh, start out in Paris. Do it, please. Brenda and Donna. Um, Donna's all miserable because she can't speak French and she doesn't want people to think she seems stupid. And she doesn't even try. And then Brenda gets her to try and somebody calls her stupid in French. She, she goes, idiot. Yeah. And Brenda, to make her feel better, is like, she, well, and you understand, like, she's like, yeah, I tried, tried to, uh, to order, order a pastry. Yeah, and... She called me stupid, and she was like, yeah, but you you understood that. <laughs> and it's like, she's like, oh, yeah, and she goes all happy, but l- literally, it's idiot. Right. That's <laughs> the word. Anyone would understand, any English speaker should be able to understand that. Yeah. We also discover that it's not just an anomaly when she's feeling bad or whatever with um, cheesecakes and and stuff. <gasps> right. That Jonna just eats weird. She eats like a monster. <laughs> She's standing outside of this pastry shop and just like opens her mouth so wide like she's got like the Pez dispenser flip top head. <laughs> and just starts taking these giant bites out Seriously. of the thing. She she stuffs her face in this strawberry pastry and like hoovers it down. 
And then this creepy... It's a shame that she's a staying a virgin. <laughs> right? Oh, God. And this creepy lady is just, like, taking pictures of her doing that, which, like, at first I thought is maybe because they have some kind of food fetish or, you know... I had, yeah. The, they're impressed was, by her very was, large mouth. It was, <laughs> it was for a food fetish magazine right. called Deep Deep Throats. But then she gives her her business card... And asks if she's ever done any modeling. It sounds like a scam. It really American does. American woman gets approached by a female photographer in Paris. Have you ever done any modeling? But I mean, that happens in woman the mall all the time a, here in America, too. That's so. true. <laughs> woman that clearly needs a nose job. Yeah. I don't know. She's she. Okay, so we get to see pictures of her in a photo shoot, and mm-hmm. she actually does a really good job. Well, yeah, she's she's... I don't know if she's a model in real life, Tori Spelling. I don't know. She's the, the daughter of a famous producer. I know that. Probably. But, I mean, either way, like, she looks hot. She She's good at modeling. She's good at, like, making the faces and stuff, even with her giant nose and mouth making and Making the faces. Wow. And eyes. Like, all of her features are large. Except her breasts. <laughs> she does look like, she does kind of look a little alienish. She does. Her eyes are a little off. Yeah, her eyes are big, her lips are big, and her nose is big. It's weird. But she's still pretty. Imagine how much prettier she'd be if she was, like, normal size. <laughs> Imagine if she looked like a real human. How, how much prettier <laughs> she'd be. Maybe David wouldn't cheat on her then. Yeah. Oh, I hate him. So, she starts modeling. Mm-hmm. And with Pierre, is that his name? I think so. The writers were like, what's the most generic French name we can think of? <laughs> and she starts blowing Brenda off. Like they're supposed <laughs> to go. I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> no, but you know, she doesn't. No, I know. Do she she's, wouldn't do that. She's, she's staying a, a virgin girl. because Aaron Spelling <laughs> demanded that if she was in the show, she not have any sex. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so instead she makes out with pastry. <laughs> So, yeah, she's blowing Brenda off. That <laughs> Get your that mind was, out that, of the gutter. That was the, you put it there. That was the, that was the <laughs> compromise that the writers made. Aaron Spelling's like, okay, she can be in the show, but she cannot do any sex scenes. And they said, can she deep throat some cupcakes? And he was like, yeah, sure. That's fine. Oh, goodness. So she doesn't go to Versailles. Versailles. Even though she was all excited too. The Arc de Triomphe. Because Pierre sends a car to pick her up in flowers. Yeah. And says he needs her for another photo shoot that day. I need you more, Shelly. I want to understand something, okay? Do you want to understand if they had trouble filling out the runtime of this episode? So they do two montages. One that lasts like, I don't know, a full minute of just like flashing pictures of of Donna on the screen as she's doing her modeling. And the other one, just a montage of Steve doing volleyball stuff. <laughs> That's true. It's so weird. But go ahead. What do you want to understand? So, at the end of this, um, she is offered a modeling contract. Mm -hmm. Two years. And she does not take the modeling contract. Because it comes with Pierre's penis. Right. And Brenda's like, well, you have all these beautiful pictures now. You have a portfolio of beautiful pictures. Mm -hmm. As though that's it. Does she own them? But, first of all, good question, does she? And secondly, did she not do an actual job that she got paid for at any point? Because if not, (laughs) then why did he need her? Right. Why did he send a car for her? Right. 
what was she doing with him all day? Because <laughs> she came in late. Like, Brenda was already in bed. She must have. She must have made some money. They gloss over that, but she must have made some because she must have been doing some kind of modeling job. I sure yeah, it's hope not so. Like, he's like, well, and that's. I don't know how modeling works. Like, I don't. I don't know the industry very well. But I guess he could have been like, "Oh, I like you. I like your look. Let me take a ton of pictures of you." And then what is he just send them out to magazines? And it's like, "Hey, do you want to purchase these?" And then they buy them because I would assume as the photographer he owns the pictures. Hmm, I don't, I don't, well, no, I mean, that's not how modeling works, because what happens... Oh, tell us, model. Shut up, I'm not a model, I've but never you been were, a model, I you, went to modeling school. You were a model. I went to modeling school, I did okay. not ever get paid to be a model. Oh, what'd they pay you for then? Nothing. Oh. You gross, mean person. Hey, this is a, this is a safe <laughs> place to be, who... Who was your peer? <laughs> there was no Can open peer. Up. Right. <laughs> no, um, but okay. So advertisers go to the modeling agency and say, "Hey, we have a product that we need modeled. We need oh, advertised." Okay, and then they do pictures with those clothes or those products or whatever. We have giant so, eyeglasses. Do you have anybody who has giant eyes to go behind them? <laughs> So random pictures of beautiful girls in random clothes aren't going to really work unless it's an art magazine or something, gotcha. maybe. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, he really wouldn't be able to do much with it except fill out his own portfolio of photography, I guess. But okay. I, I imagine that they, she, since she's in them, she can, you know, use them and he can also probably use them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it works. But either I way. I literally have no idea. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Paris it, for now. Is uh, she's off uh, modeling with Pierre. Okay, so, we're going to come back to Paris then? We will come back to Paris. All right. So, back in uh, California, David is making his music, and this girl... Yeah, he's doing the whole DJ thing with the keyboard and the... Mm-hmm. Waka, waka, waka. Which is not that impressive. No. Um, he's and, just pressing play on a keyboard. This girl hears him... And it's like, oh, where's that rockin' sound coming from? As Steve's trying to pick her up. Yeah. Poor Steve's always trying to pick girls up, and no one's ever biting. No, not at all. Never once. <laughs> I mean, he has to get laid at some point, right? I guess. It I, can't just have been Kelly. Kelly was the last one. <laughs> Is Kelly the dumbest woman in, in Beverly Hills? Because <laughs> she's the only one willing to sleep with well, Steve. she slept with him before that she got a nose job. So her self-esteem was lower. That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. So that I don't know she, about dumbest. Like- That's supposed to be Donna. Remember, everybody calls her dumb. She gave her old nose to Donna. <laughs> right. That's what happens. So she goes and uh, walks into his cabana. Just walks in. And like I said, uh, aforementioned Audrey from the original National Lampoon Vacation movie. Yeah, and she starts uh, flirting with him and telling him how great he is, and his head just starts growing right mm-hmm. there and so big he can't walk out the fucking door. His ego, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <clears throat> Steve and Brandon somehow have gotten a job. Like, they're actually getting paid to sign girls up for a volleyball tournament. Well, it's not just girls. It's, girl, it's girls and guys. Well, yeah, because Steve plays in it. But. Mostly girls. I think in it's. In bikinis. Yeah. It's. I think there's a female league, there's a male league, and then there's a mixed doubles league. Right. And, yeah, so they're, 
um, what's his name? Brandon makes sense because he works there. Yeah. And he's got his work uniform on. I don't know how Steve. Steve does not work there. Steve like doesn't the, have a job. Steve's like the club pro or whatever right. <laughs> at volleyball. He gets to, to be part of it too. Or maybe he volunteered. I don't know. Well, he said he's getting paid. Someone gave him money for that. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. But he says, oh, remember last year, Brandon, there were so many hard bodies here. I hate that phrase, by the way. I don't, I mean, it doesn't make me feel, like, desirous to hear hard body. It just makes me feel, like, cringy. Yeah, if somebody was, like, if someone said to you, oh, you're such a hard body. Like, I, because no. they refer they refer to women that way. And I don't, I guess I get what they mean, that they're, like, they're firm, you know, and mm-hmm. everything and stuff. But it doesn't. That's not sexy to me about no. a woman. <laughs> no, women have curves and, and fluffy yeah. places, and we're supposed to. Right. And I don't like muscles that much at all anyway, so it's just like, ew. I don't know. But yeah, so they're all happy because they get to, uh, you know, look at all the girls as they sign them up. Mm-hmm. And Steve ends up offering to be the partner of, what the hell was her name? Do you remember? Brooke, I think. Yeah. Who was like the head of the volleyball team at her school mm-hmm. and she's looking for a partner or whatever. So he's like flirting with her hardcore and thinks that this is going to lead to something. Yeah. And then she meets Brandon. Oh, yeah. She's like, I'm from Minnesota <sighs> and I went to this high school and my brother. Oh, I know your brother. Yeah. Yeah. There's all, all this, you know, history and connecting and flirting and mm-hmm. Steve's just standing there. And, you know, he he has no grace. Who? Which one? Steve. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, it's obvious that she likes Brandon. It's obvious they're hitting it off. Just, if I were him, I would have just bowed out. Yeah, it sucks, but just walk away. There's plenty of other women on that beach. Right. But he's like, no, I had my eyes on her first. I called dibs, whatever. So. Oh, I forgot. Steve got laid before when uh, he paid that woman to fucking remember. What? He kept buying her stuff. And she's oh, she yeah. a gold digger. That's true. Okay. So, yeah. He's gotten it from low self-esteem Kelly and a girl that he basically paid. The, the world's worst Barbie. Him. Low self-esteem Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. That's Kelly's friend that cuts. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, Barbie's friend. That's Barbie's friend that cuts herself. She comes complete with a Sylvia Plath book, a Nine Inch Nails CD, and a razor blade. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. We were talking about Brandon and and Brooke. Brandon and Brooke, their names even sound good together. Hey, here comes Brandon and Brooke. Yeah. So like I was saying, I think Steve should have just let Brandon have her. Yeah. But instead he argues that, you know, she, she should be his. Hey, I saw her first. As though that really matters when, you know, now this is the appropriate time for Brandon to say, hey, women have a choice in who Mm -hmm. they date. Right. But he already used that line, so instead he has to go along with this bullshit. And uh, it's the male finders keepers rule, right? Steve tries to ask her out on a date to celebrate one of their wins, and she invites Brandon. Mm-hmm. Wow, poor Steve. I think I'm rubbing off on you because you called him Brandon. <laughs> like she invites Brandon. <laughs> Yeah, they go to the peach pit. And she says it weird, too. She's like, the peach pit. And then she says the armpit or something? Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. She was trying to be funny. You think? I guess. I don't know. Where is she from? Palo Alto? 
Palo Los Hermanos. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I can't be Palo Alto because that's. I think that's Northern California. But, but yeah, she's not from around there. She's not from Beverly Hills, but she's got to be close-ish. Sure. But it's weird. She should have heard of the Peach Pit. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So it's Marilyn painful. Monroe used to hang out there, right? Before she went home and cut herself. <laughs> oh my God! Would you stop it? But speaking of cutting, it's painful to watch. <laughs> Steve, yeah. Steve sitting there next to them while they're basically on a date together. He does. Ian Ziering does the pathetic third wheel so well. <laughs> He's got that look down. Oh, yeah. He's just sitting there stiff, staring straight ahead. Yeah. So finally she gets up to the go to the juke jukebox mm-hmm. and uh, they have it out. And Brandon's like, I'm just going to I'm just going to go. I'll, I'll let you guys have your date. I'm the third wheel. Mm-hmm. She stops him at the door. Where are you going? Don't leave. I'm playing Elvis. Don't be cruel. And then he says something about, you know. What am I going to get in trouble f- from the beautiful girls society or something like yeah. that? So Very flirty. Yeah. He, he's not doing a good job of uh, ignoring her either. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. He leaves. Steve still thinks he has a shot for some stupid ass reason. <laughs> So the next day... Steve is annoyingly optimistic throughout his entire life. Right. So the next day, he decides to be very clear, because he wasn't clear enough before, Mm -hmm. that when they celebrate this time, it's going to be just the two of them having a private celebration at his house right. because he his mom's out of town and he knows where she keeps her Dom Perignon. Right. He could he could have he couldn't have added more elements if he tried. Right. The bed has new uh, Egyptian cotton sheets on it. <laughs> oh, you're on your period. We have the finest towels. Oh God. <laughs> and she just gives him the look, and he knows, and he she's like, "I like you, but." Mm-hmm. He's, he's heard it before. Uh-huh. He's like, just as a friend. And he's like, it's Brandon, isn't it? It's that piece of shit, Brandon. Here's the thing, though, Steve. Is even though, you know, yeah, she likes Brandon, and that's, you know, where we go from there, mm-hmm. it's not Brandon. You can't blame Brandon for the fact that she's not attracted to you. Mm-hmm. I don't think that if, if Brandon didn't exist, she'd be with him. Yeah, I agree. So... It's not it's not all him. Yeah, I mean yes, he was definitely part of the, you know, universe's cock block, but not <laughs> not the cock block all on his own. No, your face was a big part of that. <laughs> and then She says to him when she's like trying to 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 break him down gently or whatever, she says, "You're a nice guy." And I was like, "Well, wow, she doesn't know him that well." <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, he's been nice to her, he wants to get in her pants. Right. So, him and Brandon have talked, and Brandon has told him he's not going to go after her. Mm-hmm. So, she's now officially rejected Steve. They should have another conversation. Yeah, of course. But they don't. And then she wears Brandon down. <laughs> yeah, she really tried hard. She's like, you want to go drive up the Pacific Coast? And he's like, I would like to, but Steve's my friend, and I can't betray him. He Also, he talks to Dylan yeah. earlier, and Dylan's like, hey, you know, your your relationship with 
with Steve is more important than any woman. Yep. And he says, okay, you know, or whatever. And she's, she's like, hey, don't worry about Steve. I told him that I don't want to date him. It's fine, you know? Yeah, and then, well, and she also says, you know, okay, so I'm not going to date Steve, and you're not going to date me, and then we'll all be miserable. Yeah. Which is kind of a valid point, I guess. I guess. I feel like Steve's misery gets compounded by the fact that they are together, so. Well, because it's kind of a betrayal. He yeah. said he wasn't going to go after her, and he did. Eh, well, uh, they hung out. And well, they go driving, and then she tries to kiss him. And, and he rejected her. He rejected her, and she's like, maybe you and Steve should date. And so then and he the, stopped rejecting her. The, impl- the implication that he could ever possibly be gay just enraged him to the point where he literally grabbed her hair and pulled her in for a kiss. You didn't notice that? No. She's got short hair. He goes in and like grabs like a fistful of the back of her, her hair like right there. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> He's like, I'll show you gay. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was pretty crappy really i mean like i wouldn't want a guy to kiss me because i insulted his masculinity i'd want him to kiss me because he wants to well she wanted it by any means necessary apparently that is the that's the theme for this episode is women want it by any means necessary whether it's audrey from vacation whether it's this brooke girl or whether it's kelly taylor yeah speaking of kelly fucking taylor yeah let's get into this she catches David making out with Audrey. Yeah. Whatever from the vacation movie. And she's like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. She she tells him, like, not cool, you know. And I, apparently she had been teasing him. I think I, like, blanked on this, but she'd been teasing him or something mm-hmm. about Donna cheating on him. Yeah. Well, she'd said, you know, that Donna was in Paris with the guys, like, all over her or whatever. Yeah, and he's like, he was all confident, and like, I don't need to worry about that. Mm-hmm. And um, well, he really doesn't. He really doesn't. Not because necessarily that she's the most faith- faithful person in the world, although I'm sure she's written that way because, again, Aaron, no Aaron Spelling is uh, her thing. But yeah, she's not going to have sex with anybody. But it's funny because he says something like, well, "I know you won't understand this, Kelly, but she finds me sexy." And Kelly goes, "You know what's sexy? Being able to not cheat on your girlfriend for three weeks." Yeah. Yeah, so she says all that to him, and then he feels guilty and breaks it off with his girl mm-hmm. that he's cheating with. Um, Which, like I said, should just banged her. She in, is making plans to hang out with Dylan. Mm-hmm. Dylan asks her to do something. She's like, oh, I got a babysitter. And then she's like, want to come? Want to come with and help me? <laughs> want to come in my right. face? Um, so he goes to her house to help her babysit and says, hey, let's watch Casablanca. Mm-hmm. And then lies to Brandon about what he's doing with the evening. I'm going to see an old friend, he says. Yeah. As though, first of all, as though Casablanca isn't enough, dude. Like, seriously, you're uh, going to bring you, that over? I want, I want you guys, anybody out there that's listening, that feels like writing in. I mean, if you don't want to, you don't have to. It's your choice, of course. No, you have to. <laughs> I, write in and tell me if you agree with Carol on this, because Carol seems to think that Casablanca is a super romantic movie. Well, it's not super. Okay. Let me say it. It's not super romantic. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it is a romantic movie. It's a movie about star cross lovers who cannot be together. Right. Because of world war two or something. And because she has a guy. 
There's infidelity in this movie. Oh, that's right. She used to fuck around with Humphrey Bogart, yeah. but now she's fucking around with some French guy. French, French too, right? Yeah. So and now they've got to go to to Paris or something like that together, or they got to fly to the resistance, or I don't. Know. I don't remember all the logistics of something. where they are and what they're doing. I just know they got to talk. There's to one night of of fooling around. There is. Yeah. I never saw. I've never seen the movie. <gasps> Oh, we have to watch it. Never actually watched Casablanca. So, I mean, it's not like the most romantic movie, but there's some romance. It's sad because they don't end up together. Yeah. But for him to choose this movie to take to help Kelly babysit. Sweetheart. Yeah. No. Sorry. He was trying to get some. Well, did he succeed? That's the question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sure he did. Well, did he succeed that night too, though? Maybe, because... Or is this the first time that we, you know... I think he succeeded that night. Because, okay, he's holding the baby while she makes a bottle, and he's talking about how the only people person you can trust in the world is yourself, telling the baby this, like yeah, a psycho. N- nice thing to say to a baby. And Kelly hears him on the baby monitor. And that's where, like, their night cuts off. The baby says to him, I have to trust everyone. I'm a fucking baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I literally can't do anything for myself, Dylan. We mean don't trust anybody. But so they watch the movie, and the next day he's like joking with her, like using that Humphrey Gobart go, Bogart. Oh yeah, Gogart. Go. <laughs> what? Maybe that explains the volleyball. Huh? Maybe Why they, they were bad. Maybe they did have sex. <gasps> You're right. The sexual tension what was was making them good, and then they had sex, and the sexual tension was gone. Right, and now they're bad at volleyball yeah. because they're all flirty and like you know, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They're not trying to impress each other anymore. Yeah, they end up just laying on the ground laughing about how terrible they are. That's that's how that mm-hmm. volleyball game ends. Yeah. So <clears throat> back in Paris, nothing's going on with Brenda. No, Brenda has nothing to do with this. She smokes one cigarette. Yeah. She's not talking about missing Dylan. She's not flirting with anybody. No. She's making friends with one of the girls they live with. Yeah. That's about it. She's speaking fluent French. Yeah. And Donna comes home after the Versailles day with a contract. And she's all excited and happy. And Brenda's looking at it because, you know, Donna can't read French. And Brenda says this contract says he gets to spank you. <laughs> but it's a two-year modeling contract. Mm-hmm. So that would mean, you know, staying in, in at least in Europe, if not Paris, for two years and She'd not finishing high school. school. Yeah. And Donna justifies... And not being able to see... What's his name? Yeah, David. Like, she's not even thinking about him. And Donna's like, well, you know, people think I'm stupid anyway, so what does it matter, right. basically? And... Brenda tries to warn her because the other girl that she's been friends with told her, you know, hey, the modeling scene, I'm telling you, he's going to want her to take her clothes off with or without a camera at some point. Mm-hmm. And so Brenda tries to warn her and she's like, oh, that's not, you know, happening. He's got a wife. He's got kids, blah, blah, blah. That's what happened. Is this, <laughs> he said to his photographer, the woman that discovered her, he said, look for someone with uh as big a nose as you can find to snort up all this cocaine that the modeling industry is famous for. <laughs> That's why. Right. She saw her attack that thing and she's like, oh, she's going like that after a pastry, then then she can snort up some cocaine for us. <laughs> so be the best model in the world. So 
he throws a party for her to like introduce her to the modeling scene. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness she has not signed the contract yet. And basically, it seems like this whole party is just a setup for him to try to sleep with her at the end of the night. I guess. Well, she says, can I talk to you for a few minutes? Oh, she does. And he says, yeah, at the end of the night. Donna. So. And then the photographer's like, hey, you want me to take Donna home? And he goes, I'll take her home. And she she gives him this look like. She she literally shook her head at him. Come on, Pierre. She was pissed. She's only 17, Pierre. So, yeah. And uh, he tries to uh, make a move on her. Not even. Like, he's just talking to her, and he touches her face. Like, it wasn't like a major... Uh, but he's very much implying. She yeah. says, I have a boyfriend, and I know you have a wife. And he goes, they're not here. And she says, the contract doesn't say you can do this. And he says, read between the lines. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, when she starts backing away, she says, you're getting too close. Mm-hmm. And starts backing away from him. I, I mean... If I were in her shoes, I don't think that I would have cued in as fast as she did. That that's what was happening. Well, Brenda warded her up. Yeah, that's true. So she was already kind of on guard. So yeah, so she basically tells him to go to hell, and then you know, it like he on on the way out, he says, "Donna, don't be stupid," which is like the worst thing to say to Donna, right? It's like calling Marty McFly a chicken, right? So she turns around like she's gonna storm over there. And the camera cuts to the next scene, and no, we don't I get to see it. what she happened. It was so upsetting. Like, I want to know what she did to him. I wanted to see. And and then she tells Brenda, and all she did was, like, apparently pour his wine on his face or something. Who yeah. cares? And she says, red wine, and they all laugh. Uh-huh. I wanted to see him get hit. So Donna was faithful, and Donna is not going to be a model. And David was not faithful. David's a whore. And he's probably not going to succeed in music either. But he at least feels guilty after Kelly talks to him and breaks it off mm-hmm. with the girl. And then, you know, he stops Kelly on the beach to thank her for, you know, guiding him to be faithful to his girlfriend and blah, blah, blah. And then, oh, Donna sent me a postcard. She loves me. She misses me. Mm-hmm. She's and, like, that's great. Yeah. And then she walks into a cabana where Dylan's waiting for her. Mm-hmm. Giving her this look like, I'm going to rip your fucking clothes off right the second. That's what this look was. Maybe even a little bit I love you. There was a lot going on in that look. Oh, yeah. It's not good. I don't know if that was when they're going to have sex for the first time or if they already did or what. No, I think I think we figured it out. I think they had sex that night after yeah. Casablanca. And then that's like, you know, I'll meet you for round two in your cabana. <sighs> Kelly's a whore. Yep. And Dylan's a uh, mambo. Whatever. I'm just, I'm so mad. A mimbo. And, and Brenda is probably going to have all kinds of opportunities and not do anything because, you know, she's a good girlfriend. She's already had opportunities. Right? But she's probably in it more. I guess, sure. It seems like every episode's opportunities for these girls. Well, that's Europe, right? Yeah. But yeah, so, like, I'm just disappointed in everyone except Donna and Brenda. Donna and Brent, yeah, yeah. The the ones that actually in France. I mean, even Steve kind of disappointed me because he... Um, Steve's know, always a disappointment. Steve instructed David to cheat. He did? Yeah. What Were you asleep for half this episode? Apparently. David's talking to me. He's like, wait a second. You're telling me that you and Donna haven't fucked yet? Oh, yeah, and yeah, And he yeah. goes, no, she wants to wait till she's married. 
And he's like, well, listen, you know, she might want to wait till she's married, but once she gets married, she's not going to want some guy that's bad at sex. So you better get some practice in. And he says she's in Paris, you know, so just go ahead and do it. Yeah, you're right. He's a dick. They're all dicks. He's like, I would. <laughs> of course, he would have sex with anyone. Mm-hmm. For any reason at any time. <laughs> he is just ready. <laughs> so we'll see what happens next week. Who else gets fucked over? Literally and figuratively. <laughs> I wonder how long this is going to go on. Do you think they're going to wait till Brenda comes home to tell her? I think next episode we're going to, it's going to bloom and it might come out, might even come out, but I, I don't think Brenda's going to find out till she, well, maybe she'll find, maybe she'll find out when she's in France. That way she can have sex with some French guy. Well, I mean, that's what I'm hoping because it seems really unfair for her to spend all this time over in like this fucking romantic city and stuff mm-hmm. and, and be like, oh no, I've got a boyfriend when he's at home cheating on her. Yeah. That's why anytime you go out of town, I just have sex right away. Cause I'm like... <gasps> Because I'm like, I'm, I'm just assuming you are. So, I was, so I'm like, well, it's unfair. So I'm just going to do it. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> but I love you and I would never do that to you. You know, I'm joking. I do. You're still a dick. Just because. Yeah. I think that's pretty much it though, right? That's it where is. the episode ends. That's it. All right. Well, then we're done. <laughs> Tell the people what they need to know and let's get the fuck out of here. Weigh in on the uh, amount of romantic you think Casablanca is sure. or how much of an asshole all these people are by writing us at latefee1994 at AOL.com or going to our website, www.retrolatefee.com. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. All right. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.